You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Good morning, Benny. Hi there. We were supposed to be looking at this big screen, and then I got all confused, so Benny's got me looking at Seattle again. It's a last-minute change around, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm used to it. I like looking because when the sun comes up, you can see the buildings and the, the Olympic Mountains, and it's beautiful. We were trying something new. You weren't feeling it. Was it feng shui enough? <laughs> yes. The feng shui was super bad in here. Yay. All right. The roads are nice. It was warm. I, I got know, right? The Whidbey Island, I was snowed in two days, and then I was snowed in last week, and I had no water for quite a while. It's like mid to upper 30s. It's like tropical now for what we've had this last week in the low 20s it and was. teens in selected areas. But uh, yeah, you had to what? Water? You lost it? I lost my water. Ouch. And then it snowed the last two days and the ice was so bad. That's, like, they that's canceled frozen school. water. Yeah. In the sky. You should have just captured that. And then yesterday morning it started snowing again. Yeah. So See, it's, it's been fun. It's and here I am. Okay. Glad so, you made it in. Thanks for um, <laughs> helping me, Benny. Anytime. <laughs> okay. Sure. Cool. So joining me from Woodby Island is Jeremy Kinsel. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Jeremy, let's see. Let's start with you've been on the show before. What is it that you mm-hmm. do on Woodby Island? Uh, so we operate uh, one of the meteries that produces here on Woodby Island. So we make um, alcohol out of honey and uh, moved here from our previous location, which is over in Mead, Washington, uh, to the Greater Spokane area in 2019. So what month and a half will have been on the island for five years oh gosh time does fly because i think i interviewed you (laughs) three and a half years ago and um (laughs) both of you were uh in uh, bastier at one point involved uh yeah 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 so we both were uh in the college of naturopathic medicine and we have undergraduate what amounts to pre-med degrees in herbal sciences from bastier and well, I'm at the distillery, and I'm always sending people your way. And I always, I always kind of explain it as like a sparkling white with uh, botanicals. That's how I say it. It's like they're like, well, isn't mead yeah. super sweet and thick and blah blah blah? I'm like, no, this is light and light and lovely is what I call it. Yeah, it's, it it runs a spectrum just like wine does. It actually has a broader sweetness spectrum because uh, you can just keep adding honey. Um, whereas at a certain point. Grapes will only give you so much sugar, no matter what you do. So um, it is possible to make them absolutely unbelievable sugar bombs, and it's possible to make them absolutely bone dry. Uh, We can actually ferment below what is technically dry. (laughs) Uh, So you can ferment really, really, really dry. We have a few products that have zero residual sugar. um, And it's just, it's an interesting medium for sure. I think that it's, 
it's this mix of like very ephemeral because it's a, it's a point in time, right? Those bees are getting certain flowers, certain months of the year, and then you're turning that into a snapshot of that period of time with what you do here. So we're trying to kind of make, um, take that little snapshot and then honor that and then make it into something beautiful. Uh, but yeah, and we add botanicals a lot, not always, but pretty much always, uh, since that's our wheelhouse, that's what we know, it's what we do well. And uh, we're really comfortable formulating with those and extracting them and balancing those flavors and everything else. And if people want to come out, you do a nice little tasting um, board. It's really sweet. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And we're here uh, Wednesday through Sunday, so we just take Monday, Tuesday off right now, and uh, probably we'll be opening up at some point Mondays and Tuesdays as well. So we'll be joining you guys on the seven days a week train. And it's Hierophant Meadery, <laughs> and your website is HierophantMeadery.com. Yes. Uh, it is, yeah. Yeah, and you're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and Michelle's your beautiful wife, and she just sent me um, a connection to the experiencewouldbe.com that just got on air. So that's another place to go check out the distillery, the, the breweries, the wineries. It's, they're all there, and it, it just got up. So it's it's a brand-new um, experiencewouldbe.com. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of a an idea that we had had with – uh, the Whitney, the Distillers and Vintners Association here, um, and it. The idea is that that'll be more of a one-stop clearinghouse for everything craft beverage, as far as what we do here on the island, so that you can see, you know, Wicked Tootin up in Oak Harbor, and you can see Comforts, and you can see, you know, all these different producers throughout the island, and have a one one place where you can kind of see them all on a map, get little videos of what they do. Um, so that's a local design firm, and. Uh, they came to us with the idea while we were trying to make the idea happen, which was really nice synergy. So Ta-da. we were able to pass that off to Dave, and he's done a great job. Well, I'm I'm excited to be. Uh, I'll have them on the show, and we'll tell a little bit of story of the, of the island. Uh, so about maybe I want to say seven, eight months ago, I came to the distillery. It was just you and me, and we were just chatting for a while. And you started doing something. What are you doing on Sundays now? Yeah, so we started. Um, couple of our best friends and I decided last year that we wanted to start cold plunging. Just, you know, having looked into it a little bit, um, wanted to give it a try, right? So uh, right around Halloween of last year, we started going in the sound every Sunday. And initially it was a pretty small group of us, just the three of us. And so we just text each other, you know, Saturday evening and be like, all right, what beach are we going to? Let's just go see what works. Like let's see all the different sites and, you know, take in all these different beaches and, um, at a certain point it started growing. Cause like with you, I talked to people about it. They would talk to people about it, invite people. And, uh, you know, there's a, a Jeff Buckley quote that I just always reference in this case. It's like, you know, if you do anything long enough, sooner or later, the crazies show up. So <laughs> we all ended up, it's uh we've got a group now where we top out at about 16, uh, especially during nicer weather. Um, last week there was seven of us, it was 18 degrees out. So it's a really a really great core of about a dozen people at this point um and we show up we go in 9 a.m at robinson beach and uh, so you get that view across the sound of the olympics and you can see you know some days you can see it's just absolutely pouring sheets of rain on the olympics and then you got a little sun over here on wood because of the way <laughs> the wind is working or whatever and um gosh last january we saw a little patch rolling through so one of the first of the gray whales in the sound came rolling right by us just off the beach uh things like that we've got sea lions that are coming through 
uh, and actually uh, having their pups down a little further down the coast from us. So we see them pretty regularly now too. And so to me, it's been, I mean, obviously there are aspects of mental health, physical health. There's a lot of different things that um, the research tells us about deliberate cold exposure and how it can benefit um, benefit people both from a psychological perspective and then a physical health perspective. But, um, you know, to me, it's very much more about the community and and that bond and building this group and uh, having a, a really great group of people that I'm connecting with this place on a regular basis that I'm experiencing. Really one of the big, beautiful things about living up here, especially if you want to get in cold water, which is that you have an abundant source of cold water literally all around you on the island. And uh, so we're connecting with our place. And that that's probably been the most beneficial thing for me. Uh, is, is that feeling of being really connected and integrated into the island. It's community, and that's why I love Woodby. I can't leave my house without yeah. someone saying, Dina Marie, Dina Marie. You know, I, I, oh, I, know, right? I love it. I love it. You know? <laughs> Got to budget an extra 40 minutes at the store sometimes, I feel like. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it's just so funny. You look around, and I'll tell you, the last time somebody said, hey, Dina Marie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I have no idea who this man is. And he's one of the cold plunger guys that I see on the beach, the crazies. Like, and he's always doing yoga and everything. Yep. But there's certain people that are just so addicted. And, you know, you run into them. You know, high tide is when I go. And, and usually I like to do uh, mm. after four in the summertime. Um, and I'll stay. That's my happy hour. Mm. I'll watch the sun go down and have some food and swim and lay in the sun back and forth, back and forth. And, yeah, so I've run into a lot oh, of people, yeah. but you don't know who they are in real life at a restaurant <laughs> that makes sense so so you were talking about the mental benefits oh, the and i i i know when i get done i feel so clear life makes so much sense to me so it it, it physically helps me right it ices the injuries from my past injuries but it also helps my mind mm-hmm. yeah when i think the same it's you know i kind of i I tend to run pretty fast mentally. Um, so I've got a lot of stuff just always spinning around in there. It feels like, and, um, one of the really nice things for me is that you get a lot of the same neurological benefits you do from exercise. Just the moment you hit the water, you're just going to lock those in for the, for the day. And so, um, it's, you know, a lot of, we, we call it splash church actually. And I feel like that's a lot of it is it locks me into having a really great, um, a, a great day on Sundays. And it's, you know, coming up in a religious household uh, in my childhood and things like that. Like that was always something that like Sundays just kind of were delineated as very specifically like the Sabbath, right? And like, this is a time when you're resting and you're recovering and you're getting yourself prepared for the week ahead of you. It's, there's a lot of real um, tangible benefit, I think, to that idea. And so for me, it kind of helps me set up uh, for just having a really good day Sunday, getting that reset, coming into the week paired um and then you know parts like right now like during the big dark i'll go multiple times a week for the same reason like it's just about having that mental reset button um and having essentially really complete control over the interior of your brain just based on what you're doing physically which is um a really a really nice effect i mean that's i I noticed, I think I told you, I noticed that I didn't get seasonal depression last year for the first time. Uh, I moved up here when I was 20, so I've spent almost half my life here now. Uh, next year will be half my life that I've been in Washington. And every single year, I'm trying to peel myself off out of bed in January and February. Every year. It's been 
doesn't matter if I'm here or Spokane or wherever else. And um, so to me, that was the biggest change was that I didn't feel that way <laughs> during the depths of last winter. And I, I chalk that up to that connection that we talked about. I chalk it up, obviously, to the fact that you're getting this really strong dopamine response. You're getting this really strong epinephrine, norepinephrine response. Like your body is, um, you know, it is very different at the back end of a cold plunge than it was going in. And so I think that that's a lot of it. Just having all that happy juice floating around in your brain at least once a week <laughs> seemed to like really be able to help me push through the dark and you know, this time of like that interior focus in the darkness and all the challenges that that presents us. Well, and it's, it's for me, it's forced meditation. And if I med if I go mm -hmm. in, especially winter is the most important time. I didn't go in November because I was dog sitting for my kids and on the mainland and I came mm -hmm. home depressed and all I had to do is jump into that water, you know, and this week has been hard because I don't have a shower. I don't have a shower. I didn't have any water. So I didn't want to. Oh. You know, it's you got to get warm afterwards because your feet last a uh, couple yeah. couple weeks ago, my feet just wouldn't get warm. I couldn't come home mm -hmm. and not take a shower. So um, I haven't, and I'm looking forward to because I have water to to get into the um, <laughs> water tomorrow. Go swimming, and it's just forced meditation. Also, it's better than working out because you're closing all those blood vessels, and then they're opening up again, and you're getting to the core part of your body, which you can't reach. You know, lifting weights or so. I just, I just. It body, mind, and spirit. It just it lifts our spirits. Yeah, well, it's a different kind of training. It's you know that's what if you look at. I think to your point, um, you're overcoming mental barriers when you're cold plunging because it is like it's not pleasant, right? And so you, and you know that like going in, like you know you're about to do something that is not going to feel great in the immediate aftermath of you doing it, right? Like once you get up to the neck, you're like, okay this is not great. Like, I don't feel great right now. You, you're trying to get your breath back. You're like all your blood pressure spikes because all of those blood vessels suddenly just like squeeze everything into the central system, right? And everything else. And so there's definitely elements of it that I think are very complementary to the rest of what you do for your body uh, in that, it, to your point, they're, they're somewhat the inverse of what you're normally doing. You're constricting and you're providing that rest and, and resetting the inflammatory pathways and, you know, getting getting fluid moved so you can recover things. And so that's, you know, contrast hydrotherapy is pretty classic deal here too, where you're doing that to specific parts of the body, but it's like a whole body version of that where you're like, okay, you're using the cold and then the warmth to kind of like, okay, move yourself back and forth biologically um, in order to help with recovery and help with um, just making sure that your tissues have what they need to be healthy and repair. And that blood flow does keep us alive. <laughs> yeah, carries away toxins and such. yeah so well i just love uh, the fact that you're doing it and that i see a lot more people doing it so you're encouraging people and i just it, it probably i've been doing it for 12 years and i have swam with whales three come up some gray whales and i'm sunset and i'm i don't think i've ever had a moment where i was felt more god more god in me you know with that connection yeah. with the sun and the the whales and being in that cold water. So I know it's really saved my life. And again, I love wintertime and swimming because this is the darkest part of the year, but it's getting better. Yeah, noticeably better already. So that's good news. So yeah, so I, I'm playing Follow well, the Sun uh, song today. So I'm, I'm, I'm following it, move way back where it belongs. So I uh, thank you for joining us, Jeremy. It's um, 
hierophantmittery.com. Come out to the island and say hi to uh, Michelle and Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one, Dina. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Brand new moon, brand new sun. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for joining us this morning on the phone or Zooming with us today is Randy Gom, Radiant Health Saunas. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. How are you? Well, I always say we're having a party in the studio Woo! with Benny. <laughs> <laughs> so right now I can see the Olympics. The sun's about to come up and life is good here. Okay. Well, that's a great background. So where are you located? I'm in Victoria, British Columbia. Victoria. So it's kind of on, not too far from Vancouver, a short ferry ride. And, and uh, it's a lovely place. Yay. So what got you into, what, what got you into saunas? What started your journey? Um, I was, and I always used a conventional sauna. I used to be on the Whistler Ski Patrol. And after coming down skiing, we'd hop the conventional sauna. So I've always been a great sauna fan, but I hadn't really thought about, you know, health benefits or anything like that. I just kind of enjoyed, you know, kind of getting in there and sweating. And I was a firefighter for about 11 years. And then all of a sudden, and I was an adrenaline junkie before. I was on the mountain rescue team and a whitewater kayaker, so pretty active. Then all of a sudden, I had a lot of muscle skeletal pain, difficulty walking a block, couldn't hold on to a cup of tea. And, you know, they said I had fibromyalgia. That's the label they gave me. And uh, um, and I was pretty mainstream. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I thought uh, health food stores were for hippies and yuppies. And so I was pretty, pretty ignorant and um, or naive. I just didn't know. Anyway, um, so I um, I was kind of going along the mainstream route and, uh, and I wasn't improving. And then another fellow on my same crew came down with the same symptoms about four months later. I got, wait a minute, you got two healthy guys and neither of us can work. So I had, a, had an adipose tissue sample, a lab in the States called AccuChem Labs, and it turned out I was very high in a chlorinated pesticide using treating wood products. And it wouldn't be fair to say, 
all I did was uh, the, the sauna to get better. I changed my diet. I worked on my stage four sleep. I did a lot of things, but of all the modalities I used, it was the most effective in lowering my toxic load, reducing my pain level, allowed me to get back to work. So that's why I got so passionate about the saunas. And then, and that was how many years ago? Um, 30 years ago. 30? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and now you you also talk about far infrared? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, um, the saunas that, that we produce is called the far infrared sauna. And and um, I can't make any health claims because we're friends at Health Canada. Um, but there's, if you do research and you go into PubMed, you'll see there's research papers on conventional saunas and far infrared saunas. And far infrared is in the longer wavelength. And, and so, for instance, if you lay on the beach in the summertime and you're getting the warmth from the sand, that's far infrared. If you feel heat from someone else's body, that's far infrared. It's in the longer kind of beneficial range. So it was important to me um, to have a far infrared sauna. The, the, the trouble in the market is there's uh, a lot of claims and a lot of um, out there and you just have to be careful. So, you know, I was saying to Dana to, to you earlier is that um, if someone phones my, you know, staff to chat about our saunas, don't knock the other companies okay i don't like that at all i just instead try to educate the people what to look for when buying an infrared sauna and that's how you got me i was just <laughs> i was i was looking and looking and finally i saw a real person which was nice yeah. it wasn't yeah. a computer running the site it was a yeah, person yeah. i went to your youtube and then i was like dang it because i have like i told you, green builders on we talk about yeah. you know what's in the sauna I have had shows on EMFs, um, electric magnetic fields, so you could test that. And they came to my house, and they could even pick up the Navy from across the water, the Salish Sea, <laughs> in my home. But, you know, unplugging those those lamp lamps yeah. next to your bed, uh, all those, it was great. And now I only have my refrigerator really uh, plugged in <laughs> in my little cottage on, on Woodby Island. But uh, let the uh, listeners, well, and you also had me hooked when you said laying on the beach. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's my, that's my yeah. addiction. So. Yeah, yeah, well, that's cool. And you do very well with that in your cold plunging. I think that's very cool. Um, no, the um, electromagnetic fields, you know, 25 years ago, wasn't that, um, people weren't that knowledgeable about it. Some people were, but most people didn't know. And, and often people will say, well, you know, what's the big deal? We're all exposed to EMF. And, um, there's a lot of research, mostly in Europe, that talks about some of the hazards of EMF, okay? And so it's it's there. So if someone kind of minimizes it, I personally would do more research because there's definitely research there showing the hazards of, of being in high levels of EMF. And EMF drops off dramatically with distance, okay? And so I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a gentleman... Um, I won't say what state he was in, but it's somewhere in the states, and I don't because I don't want to be knocking some state just because of this individual. And he said, "Well, what's the big deal? We're all exposed to EMF." And I asked him if he owned an older microwave, and he said, "Well, yeah, he does." And I go, "Okay, not not that I'm a fan of the microwave, but that's what you know." He he had one, and I said, "And I said, well, if you took a Gauss meter up within a couple of inches, it'd measure about thirty milligauss. But if you back off, you know, two feet, it drops down to zero. So in an infrared sauna, if you're sitting up to heaters that are giving off thirty to hundred milligauss, I said you don't have the luxury of backing off. I said, would you be comfortable about?" 
standing next to your microwave within a couple of inches for, you know, 30 minutes every couple of days. And he said, no, I wouldn't do that. And I said, why not? And he says, well, just to be on the safe side. I said, aha, if you recognize there's a potential hazard there, then there's a potential hazard sitting in a sauna or any device that's high in EMF. So with EMF, it's very electromagnetic fields. It's very important to ask the company for independent testing. And if they provide you with independent testing, look closely to see did they actually test the heaters in isolation or did they test the sauna itself? And what you and I would like is the environment, for tested the environment we're sitting in because they're testing the sauna themselves, then we know you're including the wiring and the electrical connections and everything else. And they should be measuring at point to body contacts. So those are those wooden slats you're leaning against because that's the environment you're sitting in. So in our case, I think we did, you know, 100 readings at point to body contact. Everything is under 2 milligauss and we'd average about 0 0.3, 0 0.4 milligauss. So it's really low. Um, the other thing to look for is electrical fields, oh, EF, okay? And it's something that a lot of people don't know about that. I was quite pleased when we got our EMF levels down <laughs> to 0 0.3. And and uh, and I was dealing with it, dealing with a building biologist, and she said, "That's great, Randy, but don't forget about electrical fields." And I go, "What's that?" She says, "Well, it's not measured with the Gauss meter; it's measured in volts per meter." I thought, "Oh no!" So I had to go back to the company that builds their saunas, and I said, "Look, I appreciate you got the EMF levels down. Um, now I want you to to do the electrical fields." And and they got kind of upset with me, and they said, "Randy, you keep changing the goalposts." And I said, "Look, I'm not in denial, but now that we know about it, we need to address it." So we also brought the EF levels down, which is is nice because sometimes people with different health problems have sensitivity to that as well. Well, and I, I saw one more video and it was a, they put the EMF reader in there and it was low. Yeah. It was super low. And then they put a hairdryer in, in, in there and turned it on. And, and, the, and it's just really neat. Not neat. Yeah. It's educating yourself on this is so important, especially your children in their bedrooms and such, you know, the electricity. So when you're sleeping eight hours, hopefully you get some rest, but if you aren't sleeping, you could be having too much EMFs in your bedroom and especially children, televisions, computers, cell phones, sleeping with them next to your head. So I just love that video. You, you educated me and a light bulb went off in my head too about someone investing in a, a sauna, maybe an expensive sauna. They think it's going to help them, uh, you know, relax or whatever, or warm them up. And, uh, and then they're maybe doing something that's toxic to their body, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. And, and some of the companies out there also use MDF board or particle board in the frame, the wood itself, uh, might be real wood, but in behind in the frame, they're using MDF or a particle board, which off gas. And so, so again, you're not sitting in a pristine environment. So there's, you know, just things that you have to look for and ask the right questions. And like I said, if, if a company states are low in EMF, say, fine, great, send me your independent testing and then look at it closely, right? Because it only costs you maybe a couple thousand dollars to have your whole sauna tested, your your company to have your whole sauna test for EMF. It's not as huge cost a, can, a company can't afford. So if they're not doing it, then just be cautious. And I'm researching um, still saunas online. And now yeah. when I read, they'll say uh, uh, the wood will be in the inside, but there are other pieces of wood that aren't wood. I, I, when I'm yeah. reading it, I can tell that part of it is particle board. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, it's. I mean, it's cheaper for companies because they put them under the in the frame or under the floor, or, you know, behind the wall, and most and people can't see it. Okay, and so you just 
to me, you're not being transparent. So. But, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, sauna's great. You just have to make sure if you're, if someone's quite sick, okay, let's say they have a heavy metal problem or they have something else, I just tell them proceed slowly, okay? You may, you'll, what'll happen is someone's quite sick, whether they have a different health problem or not, and but let's just say they're toxic, okay? Mm -hmm. And some people don't even realize they're toxic and they go to do the sauna daily and they're going to feel really good to about day three, day four, and they're going to have, you know, headache, flu-like symptoms, okay? And the theory with this, and it's just a theory, is you're mobilizing, let's say, 90% of your toxins and heavy metals through your skin. But to be fair, let's say you're mobilizing 10% your liver's having to deal with. And if you have compromised phase 2 detox pathways, you overwhelm it. So if you go slower, you might start off doing it every three days. You might do that for a few weeks. And then every other day, you'll have way better success. Now, if someone's healthy and, and they can start off doing this on a daily and it's not a problem, okay? But for people that have chronic health problems, it's better off to go slow. And also to make sure you increase your electrolytes and trace minerals. Because if you, let's say someone has some sort of intestinal dysbiosis, let's say they have a fungi problem or something, they may have a malabsorption problem in the first place. So they may be already low in electrolytes and trace minerals. So as you increase your sauna use, make sure you increase your electrolytes and trace minerals. Yeah. And we, I had a client and she said she had been in a fire and the hospital put her in a sauna, but she mm -hmm. needed to sweat her and her husband and the towel had turned black. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like you say, you got to do things slow because your body can only take so much at one time. And again, with the plunging, I don't say jump in the water. I say, get your feet wet and then come back the next day and do it again. You know, go backwards. Don't go chest first. That those types of things. Slow and steady yeah. always wins the race. But yeah. sweating, yeah. sweating, how important that is to get yeah. rid of toxins. Yeah, I had a I had a clinical place. I won't mention the, the the doctor's name, but she phoned me up and she said, you know, Randy, there's a problem here. And it was in Vancouver and I thought there was a problem with her sauna. And so I whipped over there and she had used these white towels and there was brown marks and black marks and yellow marks on these towels. And she says, Randy, I can't get the stains out. And I said, well, you have two choices. I said, tell your clients to bring their own towels with them, that A, B, or go to a darker color, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, and it just shows you it was actually, and for some people, they don't get any marks on their towels, but some people you get a lot. I always tell someone when they go in the sauna, sit on a thick towel, take another towel in there with you to wipe yourself off kind of thing. And don't be using white towels at the beginning because you may get stains on them, right? Well, and I think for some people, they need seeing is believing. So maybe <laughs> having those towels, you know, and how important it is to get rid of toxins yeah, yeah, through drinking yeah. water and, and sweating, you know, exercise. That's why I like to exercise because I sweat yeah. daily and it's good. Your skin is an organ. It breathes. It yeah, needs to cool. breathe. And I'm only going to bring up petroleum based lotions. Don't use them. <laughs> How's that? Because your body needs to breathe. So yeah. that was I know. Thing. I know there's a lot of stuff out there in the. And I'd say more, there's more products out that, that women actually have to be careful of. There's a lot of stuff that has a bunch of crap in it. Mm -hmm. They just don't know because they don't put it on the label, right? Yeah. Well, aluminum, that's another one. Yeah. Um, petroleum, different petroleum products, certainly. And not just, not just women's products. I mean, men's products as well. But they, there's a lot of, uh, like I said, how petroleum-based product, I always find that frustrating to learn the different things you're putting on your skin, right? I, I, there's, there's this guy and he's, he's bald. So he shaves his head every, you know, day, every other day. And I just read what was in the, I'm going to say it's Barbasol. I don't know. It was like, oh my God, you're putting on this on your head every day. Stop it. You know? So yeah. there's another tip out there. <laughs> and, and then you even went and changed the wood 
the type of wood that you use yourself? Yeah, we we used I used Canadian hemlock at one time. I was I had cedar and hemlock, but I sold to a lot of commercial places. And cedar is a great wood. Um, been using conventional saunas for years, but because I sometimes sell to people that are sensitive, they were reacting to the terpenes uh, from the cedar. So it was safer to me to go with the Canadian hemlock. Um, it's kind of Western Canadian hemlock. You know, we buy from a company where they follow the reforestation practices, so which is good. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, um, basswood's good. There's a few uh, products out there that are good that handle the sweat. You just have to make sure that you protect the wood because the wood, if you don't protect it with towels, the wood will get stained, um, you know, easier than let's say a cedar sauna. Mm -hmm. So it's just something to keep that in mind, sit on a thick towel and take another towel in there with you and you won't have a problem. Well, uh, your integrity is just, it blew me away. <laughs> the fact that when I called your place, I got a person just like that. And they got right back to me just like that. I was like, this is what I've been praying for. Human yeah. human people talking to me about human things. Yeah, to be to be fair, um, it's been really busy lately and sometimes people do get the answer machine, but we will phone you back, okay? So you, you were lucky. If you got someone right away, that was good because <laughs> it's it's not always, I, I hate to admit it, it's not always the case, Dana. Well, if you're busy, that's a good thing too. But yeah, I was super impressed. Just one more thing after. After another that I love about you guys and your business, RadiantHealthSaunas.com. And I also do chakra work. And I've always thought it would be fun oh, to have cool. like the red, infrared is like that kind of gets you motivated, got blue, yeah. kind of mellows you out. So you have colors that go with your sauna. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't make any claims on the colors because there's not enough. But people like I call it mood lighting or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not a great fan of uh, the full spectrum saunas out there, to be honest with you. Um you know, I, I believe that the research supports the far infrared sauna. So if you if you're buying from a company and they have full spectrum and they have far infrared, I would I would stick with the far infrared. And then you could if you want benefits of near infrared, I'm a great fan of red light therapy and near infrared therapy. Just get a separate device for that. Yeah. So the, I I'm starting to notice that too. The red light therapy. Um, and, yeah. No, and red light therapy is good. There's a lot of research on. Um, near infrared and red light, mostly in the 630 to 940 nanometers range. So it's wound healing, tissue repairs. But to to locate, to solve that in a problem, you'd have to have a whole wall of near infrared lights in the correct frequency and the correct intensity, and you have to be close enough to your body. So you can't just throw some banks of lights in there, you know, <laughs> yeah. where it is, you'd have to find out where the lights is, what's the intensity, what frequency, if you're going to get the benefits of this, you know, of the near infrared. So it, to me, it's better to stick with a far infrared sauna, and then get a separate light device that's either, you know, um, red, red light therapy or near infrared therapy. There's lots of good research on that. And definitely research, 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 yeah. just don't go online and buy the first thing you see. Um, you've even had knockoffs. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a company out there selling Radiant Sauna, much to my, much to my horror. It, so just stick with Radiant Health Sauna. So it's anyway, it's I won't get into that no, whole no, issue no. with that. But but again, this is yeah. stuff I didn't even think about a week ago, and I yeah. have been researching for over. I did the cold plunge. I was researching all that and and what yeah. the quality and you know what what was out there, and then now I'm, now I'm into the infrared saunas, and you were pretty. You were the number one, and I did reach out. There was a vet that that is super like you, um, yeah. and he's the one that had the hair dryer in his. But you know, yeah. he's the only one that was doing that. And the other places, I couldn't get a, a human. 
I didn't even think there were humans running the thing. So when you ask a question and then you get the computer on the right side there and they, yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, I, I think that this, the hairdryer, you know, the Swedes for many years now have hair dryers that are really low in EMF. And so hair dryers are actually something that usually are quite high in electromagnetic fields. Now, when I look 20 years ago, I got the Swedish ones for my daughters because I was concerned, right? Yeah. And, and they were under uh, two milligauss. So things might have improved since, but you might, if someone's getting a hairdryer, you might want to Google hairdryers are low in EMF because I'm sure they're out there now. And intuitively, I just quit using, probably 10 years, <laughs> I quit using um, the dryers and I just wash my hair at night and go to bed. So yeah, what is on your head is probably important. Be very careful out there. So it's radianthealthsaunas.com. Thank you so much, yeah. Randy. All right, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. joining us this morning moving on joining us from greece is monique peters are you in greece i am actually in the island of cyprus which is an independent it's a greek island okay, i'm so close very close we'll make sure We're dina at attends her uh next history yeah, class yeah. and geography <laughs> class just to kind of get fresh nobody knows nobody knows about this little place we yet. know now <laughs> well 
<laughs> let's I'm going to start a little bit from the beginning. I uh, a year ago I wrote on my intention board was I uh, online IT assistant, which is what I wanted for me. <laughs> but somewhere down the road, like a couple months ago, I became the online IT assistant for uh, this new adventure called Cold Plunge Experts. So you've been actually there from the beginning, and now you're coaching me. Yes. So coaching me on the back end of Shopify. You got all these little things, and then you do like videos which are very helpful because without those, I wouldn't have been able to, yeah, anything. So we got a website from you, coldexers.com, and then we're doing the, you know, got YouTube, you got all these things set up on the back end, and now you're just trying to get me, uh, well, first of all, training wheels, but I did see the other day a huge list of things that I have actually accomplished, and now we're to the, okay. I actually put up a blog from Susan Story, who was on the show a month ago, and her swimming story, and then I've written mine. And then I have another cold plunge uh, brothers. They are they're coming up with one for me too because they're surfers and such. But yeah, I'm on that. That's kind of what I'm familiar with that part. But yeah, the back cold, cold plunge. The the practice of cold plunging is amazing, and I was really inspired by. I didn't know anything about it, and I started researching and noticed also uh, here where I live. The ocean is not that cold, but it's right now it's like 60 degrees. And every single day of the year, there's a group of local people who just go and they swim in the morning. They look so happy. They're having a great time. They all look healthy. And I noticed that there was a trend of cold plunge tubs. And I, was, I wanted to create a new business, and I decided to give it a try. I, was, I wanted to build a website that would promote and help people find the right cold plunge for them. So more people can have access or has uh, the ability to choose a tub for their budget, for their home, for the type of views, if they're portable, they want to take with them to a gym. But that the idea is that more people could take advantage of this practice. Yeah, and as we were kind of t chatting that way, you said you have like a morning ritual. What's your morning ritual? Well, I go down to the harbor where there's a lighthouse and I walk about five miles with my husband every single day, no matter what the weather is like. And then I don't plunge, but I'm, I, want, I wanted to start, but I take a cold shower and I do, I do have a meditation practice. I practice half an hour and it's a combination of breath work, uh, meditation and some movement, a little bit yoga, but a little bit different. And, you know, that keeps me, uh, that keeps me going. That's a discipline that really has helped me um, be more productive, be more creative and happy. And you were talking about the word discipline. Uh, it, it, I need discipline. And, and because of the weather change and uh, I couldn't leave my driveway and all these things, the discipline of like, I always call, I say surfs up. <laughs> so when I when I know the tide's in and I know it's slack, it kind of just stops for a little bit and the wind's not blowing and there's not logs crashing at me. It's like surfs up, but that discipline of what, paying attention, I guess, to mother nature, because that's what I'm doing. And people do want to go with me all the time, but I'm not sure when I'm going to go. It, it just surfs up and the guys are like, where is she going? Now they know I'm going to the beach, you know, to go swimming. But the discipline of you know, getting in the water, like you said, it's it's cold. 
it's cold and I think I'm crazy. I say it out loud every time, Dina, you're crazy. And then it's it's done. And I even have my boss say, why is it so hard to do things that are good for you? You know you're going to feel better after the fact. So getting up and taking your walk, how important is that? Yeah. Discipline. I think discipline is so important. This is something I think about a lot. The more I, I believe that discipline is freedom, it brings you freedom. Because once you decide how you're going to spend your hours, what are you going to focus your energy on? What are the things that you're going to use your precious time? And then you decide what those things are. And then you put a practice around it that helps you accomplish that every single day. No excuses. It, it's just, it's a better life. Uh, you know, once I, I became a little bit more disciplined and I'm not young, it took me a long time and it changed everything. Really, it's been about two years that we've been living here. We, part of the uh, decision to move here is because of, the, because of the lifestyle. The weather, we have 330 days of sunshine. It's one of the highest um, uh, rates of sunshine per year in the world. Uh, we got great weather. It rarely rains. Uh, even the winter is not that cold that we can't be outside doing things. And part of moving here was made with this in mind because we wanted to have a healthier lifestyle. Um, we talked about this before, but longevity, vitality, and well-being are a core in life. We are aging if we're not going to take care of ourselves. That as we age, I, we really, you know, what is the point? Like, we don't want to spend your your later years in a terrible condition. So it's time. The time is now. You know, just oh yeah, the greatest pop. Greatest investment you will ever make is your health. And so you were talking about discipline. My, like, my life numbers, freedom and discipline, which is kind of funny. Like I say, it's like a bird with the door open in the cage. You got to have some type of boundaries around you or you'll go flying around and get lost. But the whole thing with me, I had three kids, single mom, and I would get up at 430 and go to the gym before they went to school, you know, and it was Always. I mean, I always did that. And my, I was very like I'd have my car washed before, you know, they went to school. It was just that discipline. And this week has been really hard because I've been going to the gym at seven and then you, I just wake up and I can't get out of the driveway. It's it snowed. And then the next day it was ice. And then I didn't have any water, so I couldn't go swim. But, you know, it was all those things that I can really tell I'm missing that discipline. Right. Surf's up. So I'm off for two days. I'm surf's up tomorrow or maybe when I get home tonight <laughs> I'm excited actually to get in the water but yeah it's been a strange serendipitous journey because when we get on the phone we get cut off on zoom because we talk so much but uh I think it's That's a multiverse fun. you know and I just met Randy but I know he and I could talk for hours too he's very passionate uh dedicated um God, that integrity and because I'm working on the back end of this uh, coldplungeexperts.com I'm learning so much that I kind of forgot because during the that dark time, I just interviewed authors. So I wasn't doing as much health healing. I've had like spas on. I've had yogis on all that. You know, those those uh, the discipline of the, the re regime or the regime, not the regime regiment <laughs> of doing things daily that are good for you. Like uh, the brush that you use, the dry brush. There's certain things that I put coconut in my mouth, you know, every morning and. There's just if you could just make it a little bit of a habit and you do one thing, add another thing, you know, drinking water all day long. Those those things make you healthy. And if you're not spending money at the 
doctors, <laughs> you're saving money. You're probably the you know ripping the system off. Actually, the system doesn't want you to be healthy. They make they don't make any money if you're healthy. No, nope. so I think it's um yeah it's it became um I'm really happy with. You know, it's it's funny because I'm really inspired by cold plunge tubs and the notion and the the idea of the practice and how beneficial it is. But I told you the last time we had a conversation, my next inspiration is infrared sauna because I've been researching and learning so much about it. And just today I learned so much. It's again, I imagine the combination of those two practices, how uh, it must it do wonders for, for anyone. Well, and by going onto the sites, I can tell the ones that are, have the particle board now. I can tell the ones that I push aside and keep moving forward. And my whole goal in, in like the last 15, 20 years, because I work for small businesses, is is to get people the product that's going to make them healthy and healthier. Or you're supporting a, a local person who's handcrafted something, you know. Oh, and that's who I talked to yesterday is these two brothers. You know, I don't remember who they are, but... Um, because I've talked to so many people, but they, uh, during the lockdown, you know, they tried, they how can we make money? So they took hot tubs and re, redid them, sold them to locals, and now they're doing cold plunge. But, you know, they're water hounds. They love the water. And so they're actually taking the recycling one. They're local. They're family owned. So, yeah, I want to have them. They're going to write me a blog. Amazing. Look at that. Well, I just uh, today, your conversation with Randy just, you know, gave me three, four blog ideas. Look, we have to help inform people. The more the more we know and the more people know about how everybody can improve their own lives and take, you know, take responsibility and be autonomous in this search for health. It's 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 inspiring. And when you purchase from someone like Randy or Nick, who got right back to me too, and we had a personal phone call, um, you're you're keeping them in business, and that's what we want. We want to keep local, family-owned people that are passionate with integrity in business. And I love the fact that they educate you on their products. Um, so it's I don't know how I got here, Monique, but here I am. Hey, now you have a platform to promote all of those products. <laughs> been crazy and, and when you said yeah, yeah coldplungeexperts.com I was like I'm an expert I am an expert <laughs> so and now on would be like he said uh, uh, Jeremy said we have I have different beaches for different times of the year I have different uh, beaches for uh, tide high tide low tide um, gosh just the sunsets and now the Olympic mountains with the snow on them and so super blessed but not everyone has access to that so a cold plunge bath uh, they have inflatables, too. I haven't really researched those too much, but my friend says he can make me a cedar one pretty easy. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if I can get Jonathan making me cedar cold plunge tubs, Woodby Island is full of all kinds of hot tubs, but I don't think a lot of people have the cold plunge. And so I met a man who made saunas on the island, and he does cold plunge and the sauna. So mm -hmm. I, I see things growing quickly here, and but I would be actually supporting people that live on Woodby in, in, mm -hmm. a, in a business. Amazing. That, that would be amazing. I think you have to, you know, be comfortable and have the confidence that you're selling products that are high quality and locally crafted with, you know, the knowledge that it's not going to be harmful and it doesn't have weird materials that you don't want in your body. Well, my book's called Our Energy Matters. So energy matters. So who's making your food, right? That energy matters. Who's if you're making, if you got local art, 
from a local artist hanging in your house, that's different than something, I'll say, made, made in China from Ross or whatever. I mean, there's energy behind everything, um, and, and we want to make sure that everything's as natural as it can be. How's that? Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. That's amazing. I, I'm all for that. We, in, the, in here, we eat only local food. We don't even get a lot of imported food. I bought bananas the other day and my landlord uh, came here to do something and he looked at me and he pointed at the bananas and he's like, those are important. <laughs> exactly. He did not approve. No. He pointed it out and he didn't say it, but his eyes said, you're an idiot. You shouldn't be buying And local. that's a whole nother show about buying. We had apples from Trader <laughs> Joe's grown in Washington and shipped to California to come back here. Oh. I mean, so we get the, the footprint on that is just ridiculous. So my friend's like, I'm not ever going to buy these again, obviously. Oh, he was house sitting. He was just showing them to me. But yeah, there's so much we can do. And that's why I love doing the show. Um, Monique, what's your uh, website if people want to reach out to you and need some coaching? So my website is www.amplifymediastrategies.com. And my email is Monique at Amplify. Um, MediaStrategies.com, and anybody who is in need of a website, either personal or for an e-commerce store, this is my specialty. This is what I do, and there's no better way to, you know, put your face out there and tell the world who you are and what you do than having your own URL and your own website. And having a coach that helps you <laughs> do it yourself. I'll hold your hand. I'll hold your hand Yay. along the way. Make it yours. Thank God for those videos. I wouldn't have gotten any of them. And I was like, when I first saw all the to-dos, I, I literally just shut down. But like we said, we like our lists, don't we? So the list, I can see. I can rip pages off, and I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Woo! It's a roadmap. Uh, you, websites come with a roadmap of what your next steps are and how to do them. All right. Well, thank you. And you and I will be in, in uh, contact here soon. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Dina Marie. Woo, okay, Woodby Island retreats. I'm starting them in February, four hours. You come out, you can, hey, now you could go cold plunging with me. Hey. Benny's going to come out and he's going to do oh, some distillery boy. tasting. Oh, oh, yeah, I think you meant cold plunging. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that, but I will definitely taste some whiskey. Well, we can walk the labyrinth. We even sometimes end at the distillery or at the meadery or okay. something. So I'm good with that. It's all good. Hang out in downtown Langley. So you can contact me, dina-marie.com, if you want to come out to Whidbey Island. Other than that, we're going to end the show with Clint McEwen. Yep. Follow the sun. Mm -hmm. Join us next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.
So 